Welcome back to Perfectly Imperfect with Janae. What's up? What's good? I hope that your week was a week full of rest. If God called you to rest, I hope your week was a week full of production, productivity. <laughs> if God told you to be productive, um, and I just really pray that your weekend is, you know, even more fulfilling than your week has been. If you don't know already, my friend Des and I have started a women's ministry and we've started this as an opportunity for women all around to really just connect with each other and grow in their relationship with God and just have that sisterhood, have that community, that safe space. It has really been truly, truly a loving thing to see what God is doing. If you are looking for that, it is completely virtual, and the details will be in the description of each episode below. Now, I have this rhetorical question, and the question is, is a prayer life important? Is it even necessary? What do we pray for when God not even answering our prayers? What is it for? Nah, but it was just a rhetorical question. <laughs> Um, I'm here to tell you guys, a prayer life is definitely necessary. It serves as a tool that connects us with heaven. It connects us with God. It allows us that humility and that submission to submit ourselves to God and his will. It gives us that space to practice repentance and turn away from things that aren't serving us from our sinful nature. Once you realize that we are living in a spiritual world, everything around us is spiritual. This battle we're fighting is a spiritual battle. We are fighting against demons. We are not fighting against this these human flesh, but we are fighting something way bigger than that. When we come to an understanding and we finally get that through our brains that this is a spiritual world we're living in, we will realize how important a prayer life is because when we are praying, we are putting our attention to what is above instead of what is on the surface. I remember I was reading a scripture and Jesus' disciples were walking with them and they were casting out demons out of all of these people and they come to this one person and they can't cast the demon out of them. And they're asking Jesus, they're like, you know, what's going on? Like, we've been casting out demons, we've been using the authority you've given us, but this demon won't come out. And Jesus replied to them, he said, this can only come out with prayer. And when I read that scripture, I thought to myself, like, wow, I'm over here declaring things whole time. God is like, the only way this is going to come to pass is through your prayer life, through the way you are praying, praying to me through your heart posture when you are praying. Sometimes we pray one time and then we go about our day and go about our life never to think about that prayer again. And then we are questioning God of God, why? God, what is going on? I don't see this happening. I, I went to you. I used you. I used the authority. I know who I am. I know I'm your child. But why don't I see this? And it's because we are not spending enough time with God in our prayer closet, submitting those things to him. It is through prayer that we can hear from God and he can speak to us of all the wonderful and good things that he wants to do through our life where we can get that confirmation, that stillness and that peace when we are trying to take the next step in our journey. It is through prayer where we are able to increase our faith. 
Come on, come on, say it again. It is through prayer we are able to increase our faith because God says in scripture to meditate on his word. He says, do not conform to the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind and what you speak and what you do and your actions, where you spend time, the things that is happening around you in your life is what you are going to conform to. So say for instance, you are praying, God, I want to be more like you. God, I want to heal from this this and that. God, I want your will to be done and not my will be done. And when you are consistently making that prayer request to God, then something in your atmosphere starts to change because you are believing in what you are praying for. God says, when you pray, pray like I am there. Pray like your prayers are already answered. Pray like you have the authority of a child who is who has inherited God's kingdom. Prayer is something that God gives us to connect with him. We don't have to have a prayer life. You know, God did not have to give us that. But he's like, I want my children to be able to come to me when they need me. And that is through prayer. God already knows our hearts. He already knows our minds. He already knows what we're going to do. And maybe that's that's why we sometimes think that, oh, a prayer life is not really that important because God knows all things. God is ev- everywhere. He is omnipresent. But Are we submitting those things to God? Are we actively going to God? Are we doing things just for attention? I was reading in Matthew 6 when it talks about prayer life and it tells us, you know, do not pray like the pagans. Do not pray like um, people who just want to be heard or are just babbling because God already knows. God sees all things. But he said, when you are praying, pray in secrecy so that what God sees in that secret time, he will acknowledge So that verse to me just highlights the importance of it's that closeness that God wants with his children. When you are going to your mother and your father and you want to tell them something that you may not be comfortable enough to tell your siblings or your friends or anyone else. It's, it's that same type of relationship with God. Me being the strong friend, a lot of the times I'm checking in on those around me and I'm taking in what they're telling me. Even in serving in ministry, you know, you are taking in people's testimonies and it's not something that is, that starts off beautiful. So you're taking in that hurt and then you, you're so exhausted and you are so, your, it's like your cup is being overflown. You don't know what to do because you have all of these emotions. And sometimes the emotions you have are not even your emotions. So it's like, what do you do with this? That's when you go to your prayer closet. That's when you go to God and spend that time with him and say, God, look, this is what happened with her. This is what happened with him. I'm giving it to you because I can no longer hold on to it. We don't have to spend our lives gossiping to other people or transmitting information to one person to another when God is just like I am here I am here to take on that information God may not be physically something we can see but God is in our atmosphere his spirit is what wants to rest in our hearts and we can actively have that through our prayer life I remember I was talking to my pastor because I was having these dreams and these prophecies about people around me. And I was just like, what do I do with this information? Why is God showing me these things? And I feel so helpless. Like, what am I supposed to do? And he was telling me that when God is showing you things, when he is giving you provisions about things to come or his Um, giving you insight on another person's life, that is your opportunity to intercede. 
God wants to know how faithful we are as his children. If he tells us something, what are we going to do with this information that he tells us? Because when we are bringing it back to him and saying, God, I'm, I'm going to intercede on their behalf. You're showing me this because this person may be going through something or maybe battling something or dealing with something or even when you know when God puts someone on your mind and on your heart you just walk in throughout the day and you randomly think of someone that's God God is putting you on their heart because he's like I want you to intercede on their behalf because they might not be as strong in the spirit as you are. So it's kind of just like that faithfulness of being obedient to God and what he wants. So when he was telling me this, it gave me a whole new outlook because it's like, okay, okay, I may not can do anything physically at the moment, but what I can do is give that to God and ask God to intercede on behalf. Ask God for me to be their strength. Show God that I am your faithful servant and I will do as you tell me to do. Because he was saying like when God, when God sees that you are faithful, when God sees that you are going to bring things to him, because in this chapter in Matthew, it was saying, do not be like the ones who are just praying in public so everybody can see. So it's kind of just like, okay, God is giving you this dream. He's giving you this vision and he's telling you something and then you're going around telling everybody like "Mm, this is what God told me like look at my life this is what God told me yeah 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 I'm that I'm this I know things before they happen you're kind of boasting and being very prideful and arrogant you're showing God that he cannot trust you with the words that he has given you to lead his kingdom God is testing like are you going to come to me are you going to present these things to me because I already know you can trust me with more information you can trust me and fulfill the things that you are wanting to do my life because I am seeking you above all things and then in Matthew it teaches us how to pray because sometimes when we are praying we are just asking God for things asking asking this asking that questioning why he ain't done something yet and God even humbled me in the process of doing that because I remember I had been praying for God to change something within my heart for so long and I felt like he wasn't doing it. So I kind of went to God, why? God, I'm, I'm tired. Why haven't you done this? And he was just like, do you not see everything that I am doing that I have done in your life? Show me a little appreciation. And I gathered myself real quick and I had to repent because, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that my posture is selfish. I'm sorry that I'm only thinking about myself and my needs. But God, thank you. Thank you for the prayers that you have answered. Thank you for what you have done that I have not even thought of praying about. Thank you for the little things. Prayer is definitely a way for us to reflect to have some self-reflection and to have that one-on-one time because we can move really fast throughout life and we can go from one thing to the next thing and one thing and then we are out of alignment with God and we aren't able to see clearly everything that he is doing in our lives. So that prayer time, that essential prayer time every day, multiple times throughout the day, if you have to, is so essential for you to see what God has done, for you to thank him for what he has done, and for you to submit your plans to him over your own plans. God, this is what I want in life, but it's your will over my will. So where do you need me to go? Direct me in those paths. Make my ways more like your ways. That is what our prayer life is for. That is what our heart posture. So that scripture, um, it's in Matthew 6, verse 
9, it says, This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So in that verse, it is saying, it is the submission to God. God, this is who you are. You are the father who is in heaven. God, your kingdom come, your will be done, not mine, but your will be done. Give us today our daily bread. So God, give me what I need today. God, what do you want me to do today? This is what I have on my planner. This is what I have on my to-do list. This is what I need to take care of. But God, what do you want me to do? You give me my daily bread. You direct my footsteps today. You give me what I need today. Forgive us our debts because we have forgiven other people. So that is a heart posture thing. Are you forgiving your enemies? Are you forgiving people who hurt you? Because God forgives us because God sent Jesus to die for us. So are we coming in repentance to God? God, forgive us. Forgive me for any way that I have not served you. Forgive me for falling short in sin, acknowledging our shortcomings to God. Having that humility and then practicing forgiveness. God, give me a heart of forgiveness for other people who may have done me wrong. And why do we do that? It says, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others for their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. Point blank period. How can you ask God to forgive you, yet you can't go out and forgive someone else that did you wrong? So through prayer, we are able to assess our own hearts. God, show me myself. I said that in the last episode. God, show me my heart. Reveal to me who I am. And we can do that through prayer. Prayer changes lives. Prayer heals. Prayer moves mountains. Prayer increases faith. Every religion has a prayer life. When you look and you see every religion around us, Prayer is so important. It is the key thing. It is the most essential thing. Some religions, prayer is the most important thing. You have scheduled times where you are praying. You are praying multiple times a day. And then it says, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So then you're also like, God, I'm asking for your forgiveness of my sins. God, these are my temptations. This is what I am tempted. This is where I'm falling short. So God, be my strength. Deliver us from the things that I may be tempted to go back to. Deliver me from the evil one who is out to kill, steal, and destroy. So I believe a prayer life is showing God that he is in full control. He is in control of this world. He is in control of everyone in this world. Man, I love a prayer life. I love a prayer life. God will, and God has been getting onto me so much. God has been putting the importance of a prayer life in front of my face for so, for a minute now. I get on social media and I'm seeing Christian videos of um, influencers and they're talking about Pray, this is how you pray, this is prayer. I'm like, I know how to pray, leave me alone. Girl, that's that pride. <laughs> and then when we are making these prayers of God, your will be done, not mine. It's, it's important to be vigilant because, okay, your will be done, not mine. God may say, lead that job, lead that relationship, start this new thing, move to that city. It's the obedience that comes after the prayer is what we need to talk about. <laughs> But prayer just shows the fool, like, God, you are in control of my life. God, you are in control of all things. 
Oh, that's what I was saying. Back to what I was saying, y'all. So, I had been waking up at 3 a.m. in the morning, and God has really been getting on to me because I have set a timer. So, I pray in the morning, spend my time in prayer, which I need to do better at because I'll be getting on social media when I don't need to do that. I need to pray first because thank you, God, for opening my eyes for another day. You heard? But after the morning, I pray in the afternoon around 1230. And then I pray in the evening, 530. And then I'm praying before I go to sleep. Now, God will have me at 3 a.m. in the morning up. And he's like, pray. And I'm like, I don't feel like praying. And then I'm just sitting there awake, wide awake at 3 a.m. in the morning. And I'm allowing the enemy to send attacks on me and weaken my mind and make me lose hope of the things that God has been talking to me about. And then I'm over here questioning God, like, God, why do I feel so hopeless and weak right now? God is saying, I told you to pray. I told you the enemy was going to try to attack you in your mind when you're weak because it's nighttime. There's no light. You over here reminiscing on your life and you're losing hope in me. And I told you to get up and pray. So it's those challenging times, that tug of war. You know those posts when you see like if something is, if if God is telling you to pray, but something is making you not pray, pray. Pray even harder because that's the enemy. The enemy, of course the enemy doesn't want us to connect with God. Of course the enemy doesn't want us to get that insight from God. Of course, the enemy does not want us to submit our lives to God and say, God, your will be done, not mine, my, my, not mine. Cause then the enemy loses that control. Cause then we know the power that we have under God. Prayer has really shown me how much God loves me. The trueness, the realness of it. I was at a Christian conference earlier in January. And this is when me and God were in a tug of war because I had given my life to him a couple of months before, fully given my life to him, but I had just lost my dad, and it was kind of that, God, I tr- I want to trust you, but you just took my dad from me, so how can I trust you? I don't believe that you really love me because you took away something from me that was my everything. I am a daddy's girl, and I was at conference, and in the morning, They had the next morning, literally the next morning. So we got there, we checked in, we had one like little assembly and then we went to sleep and the next morning we had prayer time. So we were spending time in our, like we had like prayer circles and I went in the room to just, you know, maybe allow God to use me and pray over someone. Not knowing the whole time God was going to have me in there boohoo crying, but anywho, I get to a prayer circle and there's a group of women. It's nothing but girls in this prayer circle and they're all praying over people. People are making requests and people are praying. So this one young lady, I wish I would have got her name, but she was praying over um, emotional healing. And I immediately started bawling my eyes out because that is that is what I needed. And that I wasn't praying over that. I wasn't praying for emotional healing because it just didn't cross my mind to pray for that. But when she said that, it just clicked. And I was like, man, I need that. I need that. I need some emotional healing. And so I was able to communicate like why um, that really touched me. And then, y'all, I kid you not, right after I communicated what was going on, they all laid their hands on me and they just started praying. 
Y'all, they just started asking God to heal me from where I'm hurting, to show his love for me. Y'all, I'm getting emotional because it was just so overwhelming to see like, wow, these young ladies don't even know me, but they're praying to God that I heal from what is hurting me. If that doesn't show you how, if someone praying for you, coming to God on behalf of your weakness, if that doesn't show you how much God loves you, I don't know what is. Prayer is so spiritual. And later that night, I had an epiphany like, wow, I am truly God's child. I am truly God's daughter. He sees me. He hears me. He knows where I'm hurting. He had these women. I mean, y'all, they're praying. I kid you not. Maybe like 10 minutes pass by. I'm opening my eyes thinking they're done praying. They're still praying over me. The love, the love that God shows through our prayer life. God is able to soften our heart through our prayer life. It's not about when God is going to do something. God, I prayed this. You didn't answer my prayer. So forget it. I'm not praying anymore. That's ego. That's selfishness. You're not coming to God for the right, with the right heart posture. You're trying to get something out of it. It's always on God's timing. And that's why Matthew 6 shows us how to pray. God, your will be done, not mine done. Because you, you're mad at God for not answering your prayer when that wasn't in his will. I found myself questioning God. God, I prayed to you. I asked you to keep my dad so that he could see me get married, so that he could see me graduate college. But you took him from me. And God is like, because that wasn't in my plans, baby girl. I had your dad's life mapped out. I knew when I was going to take him from you. And sometimes it takes that. It takes God really taking something we truly, truly love and are truly attached to for us to finally fall down to our face and come to God and make that prayer request to God. Like, God, I need you. I can't do this on my own. I need you. There are things in this life that can only be accessed through our prayer. Prayer life is so important. When you're walking this journey with God and you're wanting to go grow closer to him and you're wanting him to prosper you and do as he said that he's going to do, then what does your prayer life look like? How much time are you spending with God? What does your worship life look like? Are you worshiping him? Are you studying his word? Are you coming to him? God is the God of all things. The king of all kings. Present your causes to him. I hope this podcast episode was everything you needed. And I really pray that this summer we increase our prayer lives. And I pray that as we are increasing our prayer lives, I pray that God reveals to us the fruit, the fruitfulness of putting him first. I pray that we see things come to pass. I pray that we learn the importance of prayer. Thank you. This is Perfectly Imperfect.